Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs here. Babyface Joel Salmon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek. Martin Weiss, fellas, uh, we're right smack dab in the middle of the PGA Championship. I was going to give an update, but really, who cares about golf? We need to cover what's important here, which is this cap of consequence. Now, the cap of consequence, for those who are new uh, listeners, it's the bane of this network's existence. It's also the best thing about it. Someone makes a bet or a bold statement, and then that falls flat, and then they have to suffer the wrath of the cap. Now, Martin and I are featured in today's video, White Men Can't Jump. Extra point edition. We said, Martin, what? The Lakers wouldn't make the playoffs? Yes, we did. And they did, they did make and, the playoffs. They snuck I'd in. I'd like to just they say, sneak into, like, yeah. yeah, I'm the one who recommended this because at the time, this were like four games after the trade deadline. So it was. It, it, it was you recommended this bet. Yes, yeah. I did. Oh, I, I, was, I was all in. I was like, they're going to finish 12th or 13th. They're not going to make even the play-in. So it doesn't matter. But we were embarrassed. And then we were embarrassed again because we had to go down to Venice Beach. Sheck, I think this was your idea. It jumped. Uh, we put it in the cap. And we have a video out now, and it's actually worse than I thought when I saw the video, Sheck. We had to take on two uh, young, uh, oh, uh, really whippersnappers, and they they handed our heads to us. <laughs> 11, 12, one? You're using the right language now, whippersnappers. Um, yeah, that's the, it. The, the, the speed at which you move lines up neatly with the use <laughs> of the word uh, whippersnapper. Yeah, I witnessed it with my own two eyes in the moment, and uh, mm. now the video confirms what I thought I saw. Boy, oh boy, it's grim stuff. I've been there myself, fellas, but it is stunning when you see, you know, when people started to start, the first time anybody hears their own voice, they're they're Mm -hmm. bothered by it. They hear, that's what I sound like. And you recoil and you're, and you're upset by it. That's what it's like. I can only imagine the trauma you experienced. That's exactly. I mean, well, you know, I, I, I did go through that, but every once in a while, if there I get that half a beat of delay, I, I am reminded of like, I can't imagine that people have to sit and endure <laughs> this voice well, all the time. Please sit and endure this two video, minute video that we shot at well, Venice this, Beach. But I, I will say which you move I, is, is oh. very and that's what's upsetting. That's what I'm going to say. The sound of your own I voice know. takes a backseat to watching yourself try to do something athletic and realizing Oh, sweet Jesus. I guess professional athletes do more move more quickly than we do. I told Spaghetti and Meatballs, I'm like, hey, make sure we have some slow motion moments in there. And I'm like, oh, man, we don't really need it. We don't need it. It's right baked in there. But yeah, no, it's like, you know, when you saw a video of uh, from 20 years ago, like, oh, my God, what was I thinking wearing my hair like that? Except this was 20 hours mm-hmm. ago. And it's like, wow, I did not move at all. Martin, you were impressed with yourself, though. Uh, no, I was impressed with the editing. I was impressed with the editing. So the editing was superb. <laughs> Shout out to Meatballs, Spaghetti, whoever at Omaha. Who, Omaha. Who threw yeah, it together because they found the, I don't know, the 15 seconds or so that I had where I dipped into the fountain of youth. And they put all 15 seconds on display. And that's all I could ask. For. That's it. Yeah. 
Well, but it also did demonstrate that um, our defense, the Celtics basically played better defense in the third quarter last night than we did. Uh, (laughs) We'll get into that. But anyway, so that's that. That's behind us. But please watch uh, if you want a good laugh. But part two, Kappa Consequences, our very own Mikey Meatballs producer, finds out the fate he will suffer today when he returns from New York. He'll find out today, but he's in hiding in New York. But we're going to go get him. We're going to find him. Meatballs, you nervous? You're going to find out. What is in store for you? No, I'm not nervous at all. He's not nervous. Wow. So what basically, let me set this up. Sheck, this was your idea. It's called race to disgrace before the season. We all picked bad baseball teams, hoping that our team would get to 10 losses first, or at least not last. Right. And whoever's got to 10 last had to dip into the cap of consequence and meatballs pick the pirates seemingly safe choice. Your pirates uh, check. Then they went 11 and four. And then as soon as they got to 10 losses, they jumped back into their uh, zone of futility. Right. right? They, they did right, it. Ba- right? Basically, yeah. if you look at it, given the arc of the season, it, it seems as though mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh pirates were being spiteful to Mikey meatballs. It was like, that was their only yes. agenda. Like let's just shame him. Then we can revert back to our shameful ways. So yes, I'm looking That's forward exactly to seeing right. what meatballs, uh, draws out of that cap there. I hope I hope well, he has to get a say, skull and crossbones on his forehead as a tattoo ooh. forever. That's my wish. Yeah, you know, we've done close to 10 of these caps of consequences, I think. And I've never had so many submissions to the cap of consequence suggestions as we've had with Mikey hmm. Meatballs. A Sheck and Martin, obviously. Babyface Joel Solomon. Michael's uncle, brother Bry was in there. Michael's roommate contributed. Uh, Meatballs, your best friend, Eddie Spaghetti was in there. Um, Megan Connolly is still firing away ideas. Uh, I can't believe how many people hate you. Why do you think this is meatballs? It's a, it's a jealousy thing, I guess. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. All right. Now I kind of want to change I, some of these. I um, know we have a lot of actual <laughs> sports to talk about, but I, I do also, I know. well, I, I want to point out that there was a little side, uh, thing that went on on social media. I noticed in which somebody asked Martin who he could beat in a fight from extra points or oh, who would yeah, be the yeah, toughest. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. said, Oh, I think spaghetti and meatballs could both beat me up, but then I would be third and there would be like hipster well, pick hmm. for Kevin Hench or something well, like that. On, and I was like, a sec. What I, was I like, said what about was, the Zicoli boys, they have a wrestling said, empire in New meatballs York. Meatballs would be the favorite. I said, meatballs would be the favorite. I think uh, overwhelmingly spaghetti would be a slight <clears> favorite, but I would beat spaghetti <throat> if he doesn't know how to box or fight. Then I said uh, the trendy underdogs would be Hench or, and, and the Parlay Kid because I think Hench has a little bit of throwing power. And again, I did respect to the Parlay Kid. That's what I'm talking about. Like, like leave me alone. Well, that's good. Brother Bry is definitely up there too. Spaghetti, you want to uh, you want to address I that might whole thing? If you don't know how to box, Hench is a great athlete. Yeah, Hench, Hench, I mean, we're Hench talking about Hench, Hench. I mean, like that's I, he's never got punched in the face in his life. There's, there's something to that, right? I've, 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 I've taken some beatings, but anyway, spaghetti, uh, specifically you, uh, you, you, if you can't box, you can't take Martin. What apparently. was the, uh, the quote by Teddy Roosevelt's like, speak softly and carry a big stick. <laughs> I think that's kind of how I roll. Like this comes up every three or four weeks. Dave likes to pit people against each other, make them yes. fight. And yes. then Dave, Dave, who's five foot, nothing, a hundred and nothing is like, yeah, I could win this <laughs> athletic achievement. And uh, I just, I don't, I don't talk. I don't, I don't like, I'm not that guy that boasts about like, yeah, I could beat you up. It's like people who are bigger and stronger than most people don't have to say that. So you guys could have your debates. 
You guys can play nice together. Oh, no. I'm going to avoid this. Song. For the record, oh, for you. the record, I do not think I could beat up anybody. I'm pretty sure that Megan Gailey would make quick work of me, and and you can go from there. I have, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I am not entering any uh. in, in, into any pugilism, um, or or right. you know. Uh, listen, any contact sport is not going to work yeah. out for, for old man. So, well, that's a separate the thing. Context. Yeah. I, one thing, though, Martin, Martin, one thing you uh, uh, thank you, Sheck, for coming to my uh, defense, yeah. bringing up something that happened 20 years ago that I, I took. Uh, I think you're talking about Ray, this beast, uh, Adam Carolla's yes. friend. And I put him on his back because he doesn't know how to wrestle. Uh, and so I, I just threw him down. And that was that. But that was 20 years ago. But then Martin's like, then again. We saw Sal on the court. Now, Martin, you know, that's that's nonsense. That has nothing. There's no <laughs> translation there. We've seen seven footers who can't fight for their life anything in basketball. So what the hell? What does that matter? Come on. I mean, he was the one that brought up wrestling. We were talking about boxing. It was all in the context of how okay. much would you like right. one of your coworkers if they came in and punched you in the face and nobody did anything about it, a la Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. <laughs> so that, that oh, was, that's right. right. That was the context in which. It, the, gotcha. the conversation gotcha. to, uh, began. So that's why I started setting odds. I wouldn't go out there talking about, yeah, I definitely take spaghetti. I actually installed mm-hmm. spaghetti as the favorite. As is, you know, mm-hmm. saying, I just made bet on me. Yeah, but if it was meatball, I'd bet on meatball. Yeah. Well, now you know he carries a big stick. So, and he's going to use that <laughs> in the fight, right? I mean, that's a real asterisk. If that's the. If that's the case. All right. So what do we want to do here? Do we want to do the, do we want to draw from the cap now or do we want to tease it for um, right before the Let's end? Tease it. I'm excited either way. Let's tease, tease it. it. All right, fine. We got enough to talk about as Shaq said, uh, NBA game one in Boston, the heat, the heat win 123, 116 Celtics still 196 minus 196 favorite to win the series. They and the Nuggets are both plus 150 to win the title. Oh, this is so much fun to watch. Check. Can your old man switch allegiances to Miami for the next 10 days so I could be fully in on the heat and Jimmy Butler and everything anti-Boston? Is that going to happen? Well, I, I think happen? you get to feel, at least for now, pretty happy because you rejoice in your in your pal's misery. And a day yes. after you almost mushed me real good on the Jokic um uh, on Jokic getting nine oh, and a no. half assists. Oh, 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 we were good. Oh, that we were oh, good. I got almost, oh, we were fine. Hey, oh, once I got to one, 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 14 in the fourth 20 quarter. Points. Yeah, yeah, no. We were no, fine. but once we were where good. I got nervous when was when the Nugs went up 14 in the fourth. I thought, okay, they might sit Joker here and let him rest up for game two, and he's not gonna transcend. Oh, yeah. The nine and a half assists yeah, that's I needed. The, so that's that's what happens with a lot of these. Yeah, you got to be careful with the player props. But yeah, with but the, then the day, but then last night, what was great was uh same thing. One uh one sports guy is like, I like that first half from the Boston Celtics. And he's like, Oops, maybe I should have kept that to myself as a game down the stretch. <laughs> <laughs> they well yes because i don't know what the halftime speech was i want to talk about this with you martin because it, it, it's now seems like there's an obvious coaching mismatch i know ultimately the players who lose the game are the ones who lose the games the ones who give up 46 points in the third quarter but this is looking a little bit like belichick uh urban meyer uh pro pro style here um boy i don't i think I think the Heat are going to win. I, I have them at plus 430. Remember, I told you last week they were the best value when they were up uh, 3-2 on the Knicks. I really Smart like this style. team, and I think they're better. I think there's just better matchups for them. What do you think, Martin? Well, 
and especially like I know that heat culture, I think that whole concept is a little overblown, right? Everybody talks about it, but nobody can truly define it. But I was texting with my dad yesterday during the game, and he's just like, Can you believe they have seven undrafted players? And I'm realizing that, you know, hmm. especially like in the context of the draft lottery and Victor Wembanyama and all of this and that, like Miami has clearly identified something in players that other teams have not either they don't value, don't quantify or can't measure, or there's something about it because like there's no reason why just in terms of overarching talent, like if you were ranking these guys that they were high school recruits, Boston is far and away the better team. But you're oh, yeah. right. When you sit there That's and watch the fun. game, there's no doubt that Miami plays more cohesively. They always have a plan. They're, they're together. And also Jimmy Butler is like, I was trying to think of a way to describe him because he's not quite the superstar that we talk about, but he's really like a, he's like a mix between a superstar and a try hard guy. Like most of the time. All right, so I, I'm on like three texts to trying to figure out who Jimmy Butler is. Cause I love him and I love his game and I have to love his game for, oh, I love for, it too. I, as much as I complain Absolutely about te- teams going six for 35 from three. That's not Butler at all. As a matter of fact, I think he had five out of six games where he didn't make a three, and he's still such a presence on this team. But who is he? Shaq Martin? I, I don't know who's now. He's got like some Dwayne Wade game. He's got some, but who is the playoff comparison? I, because he's substantially better. So who's that play who's who's very good, but substantially better in the playoffs than he is regular season? I, you know, maybe as a one-off, you might make. Mentioned Joe Flacco, January of 2013 for that six weeks, except that this is. Well, I mean, basketball. Yeah, I'm trying to make a basketball oh, okay. comp, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, oh, I, but I haven't seen I, Flacco play say, basketball, but right. yeah, yeah. Well, may, we don't know. He might, uh, he might be good. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> he, I, what, it is amazing because as I always try to point to when people say like, there's no such thing as being clutch. I always say what it is, is just mm-hmm. maintaining your level. If you're the star of the team, it's not dropping off in the big spots. It's keeping that high end performance so that your team um, moves on. And yeah, and he's, I think he's nine points over his season average. This playoffs. Yeah. It was about eight or nine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's so he's not. Yeah. And like, you could say everybody's star is everybody's star, but he's a star. That's not considered for MVP. He's, elevating he's not in the his game though. Is the difference 10 or 12 for sure. And so Martin, who is this? Is it a better, is it a better Manu Ginobili? I don't even like because even the thing is like he he like it's I not like his know. minutes changed. Like he's playing the same amount of minutes. It's just the stakes of the games yeah. have risen. Like I, he might be. He's just smarter. He's just smarter than everybody. Like we might be looking back that, and seeing like maybe somebody five ten years from now looking like oh wow you know who he reminds me of Jimmy Butler because that's the only other guy I've seen turn up in the playoffs like that because it really doesn't yeah. exist. He's like a mix. But there's the Robert Ori's. I was just going to say. better he, than Robert right. Ori's. Those yeah. were last second. He, he that's the, back generally, the major moments. That's, the, right. that's the thing. Right, generally, exactly. the things that Jimmy Butler is doing, like going after loose balls, getting rebounds, he had six steals last night. And it, that's reserved for a guy like Robert Ori, like a bench player who is yeah. coming in. Kavon Looney is the guy in Golden State getting 21 rebounds, not Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's generally a role player who's doing that, but he's got it to where he's the star of the show and a role player. And also like, it's gotta be terrifying seeing that guy in a layup line. 
He looks like a maniac. He's laughing. He's smiling. He's down 10 saying, yeah. I'm not concerned. And he's, he's in a press conference yesterday, no shirt on. Oh, but you know what, though? Mm-hmm. Most people on YouTube TV didn't get to see most of this fourth quarter because it got stuck what? in a loop. Playing the Little Mermaid commercial. I heard about this. Over yeah. and over oh, and over this and is over what you're again, talking about. Heidi, oh. 40 years later. Right. More. Yeah. Can you, uh, and you can't bet on the Little Mermaid, right? At least you can't live bet it, I'm pretty sure. Well, oh, how many sucks. times are you going to see Chloe Bailey? No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, let, it, but here's the thing. You brought up steals with Jimmy Butler, and I want to talk about this. There's steals, and then there's what he did. Harford throws a cross-court pass. And it's just snatched out of the air by oh. Butler. I think it was about three minutes, 15 seconds left. Yeah, they're probably up like five. It, it's like it almost should have a, its own category and not be a steal. But um, and there's stuff like that. But he is just uh, he's spectacular. Love to root for him. I haven't wanted to root for a guy like this. Couple things. Not on my team in, in One, years. Yes, go ahead. Great, great bet by you. <laughs> I expressed my cynicism in the moment. Thank you. But you said the heat. That was a great. Play. Well, you have the Sixers. You might you still. You have time a will shot. tell. Time okay. will tell. No, I heard Joel okay. Embiid is following Giannis's lead and saying, "Like now, I'm motivated." <laughs> Perfect timing. Mm. Um, but yeah, great call by you. Also, great analogy. It is like Pat Riley and Spolstra equal Belichick. A eh? everything mm-hmm. like you know everybody else's trash is their treasure. Or the Raiders, like Madden and Al Davis of the seventies. It's amazing that the Miami Heat, and this isn't a one-off, as we say. This is this is an right. ongoing thing um, with this mini era for for the Miami Heat. They have a habit of being relevant, even though we all write them off before the playoffs start every single year. It seems. Yeah, absolutely. So now on the other side, Lakers and Nuggets. Nuggets uh, game two. Five and a half point favorite over under is 226 and a half. I'm going to take Denver again. I was super impressed, though, with the Lakers. It's really the takeaway from that game one was going to be easy halfway through the second quarter. It's like, oh, the Lakers don't match up with the Nuggets for whatever reason. They're getting out rebounded. That shouldn't make that much sense. Offensive rebounds were like 15 to five. And then the Lakers stayed in the game. And as you guys said, they came back and they shot almost 55 percent from the field, 45 percent from three. I know that's not going to continue. So I think Denver rolls here at home, but Martin, it was easier to pinpoint and analyze this game in the second quarter than it is now. I mean, what an effort by AD and LeBron and Reeves and all the Lakers there to come back and keep it close. I mean, yeah, it was impressive. It was, I never really was worried about the actual game. I, there was one moment where I know I just said, I sweated it out, but I, I, once LeBron pulled up for that three, I was like, Oh, he had a three to tie, yeah, right? But, I mean, that wasn't going in. I I had zero, like, especially the way he's been <laughs> shooting the ball recently. I was like, that's not happening. Uh, um, but I, I actually, my takeaway from this was I thought Denver came out of this smelling like a rose because really? you, A, you got the win. That's the most important thing in the first of four. But, B, mm-hmm. you got up to that big lead. You got Jamal Murray hitting and, and Jokic hitting circus shots, right? Which is kind of crazy and unsustainable. But they got enough in the fourth quarter, the Lakers did, to where Denver leave, leaves the game thinking, dang, we got a lot to work on. We were lucky to come out of that game. They should have. So, I, I, but the thing that they have to work on is Jokic being guarded by Rui Hachimura. I think I disagree with the general conversation of Rui Hachimura is going to, is going to, be able to defend 
the back-to-back MVP one-on-one. I know that he's been a nice playoff story, but if that's the case, he has to turn back to two MVPs. And uh, like, and we'll talk about this in the plays of the day, but if uh, it's just going to require the Nuggets to make outside shots, and then all of a sudden the Lakers are right back where they were in the first three well, quarters you're not of that alone. game. You're not alone. Magic Johnson immediately after the game tweeted, um, the Lakers are going to have to make adjustments in game two, which I thought was a, a keen <laughs> observation. Um, Shaq, I don't know. Where do you stand on this? I think you were, you were pro Lakers going into the series. Again, they really almost couldn't have played better. Those, uh, that second half, what they scored 38 in the third quarter, 34 in the fourth. So Denver's going to have to step up defensively, but rebound wise, I, I likened it to just like a volleyball game. Like Jokic, if he couldn't get the rebound, which was rare, just tapping it back to whoever Murray, Gordon, any of these guys. Yeah. Gordon's great uh, on the offensive glass as well, but yeah, I think it's, I think the, the variable remains, as I said, before game one, I am for the, for the record, I said, Lakers two one in the series after three games is, is my particular oh, yeah. bet. Um, I think Jamal Murray remains the X factor. It, it, it has that vibe of like when you have a super duper star on your team or you're playing against one, the decision of like, we're just going to have to let this guy get his. There's just nothing, you know, we're not going to silence this guy. And it feels mm-hmm. like Jokic is that guy. He's going to, there's, there's only so much we can do to limit the the stat machine that he is. So can we take away their, their primary number two? I, you know, I'll give my pick later on, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to roll with the Lakers. I hear your valid points there. I also think, take a look at, um, you know, my obsession of late about Denver teams playing a mile high and all the thin air. And yeah. if that's an actual advantage, I sat in with our mutual pal, Matt money Smith last week on his radio show and Ryan Hollins, who played in Denver, I played for every team in the NBA, I think, uh, twice over. <laughs> I was like, how real is that? What's the impact of this? Because we talk about it, but then what, 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 how's it go? And he likened it to going out for a run. Sometimes the first mm-hmm. mile is really tough, but if yeah. you can power through that, then you find it. He's like, that's what it is to play in Denver. It, it hits you early, but then you get through it and then you're okay. So I've been taking that's what we were saying. First half, first half, th- anything, Colorado, anything. Yeah. And the Lakers scored 72 in the second half, which would make sense. There is some evidence. If you go through the first quarters that you might want to play the nugs, uh, the first quarter mm-hmm. line in their favor um, because of exactly that. But um, I- apparently I've overstated the value of it, according to one Ryan Hollins and others. So um, yeah, you know, I, uh, uh, this, this still uh, to summarize. Yeah. Jamal Murray. Is he going to continue to fill it up at that level? Is he going to look like he did in game one? I think he maybe yeah. the chance of regression there makes me hip on the Lakers going into game two here. I just feel like specifically with Jamal Murray and like, I remember this with quarterback check, like when Marino would drop back to pass, you couldn't see just from the camera angle, what his options were, but you knew kind of when he would unload, if it was going to be complete or not, you felt that mm. way about Peyton Manning. You felt that way about Joe Montana, Tony Romo, of course. Mm. But, uh, I feel with Jamal Murray, some of these guys, and maybe it is the mile high a- altitude, uh, when they're coming off the curl and they're getting a jump shot, they're getting a guy like Jamal Murray and Porter. They're getting such height on their jump shot. I'm like, oh, that's going in. I know it's going in. I haven't even seen him release the ball yet, but he's a foot and a half off the off the court. It's going in, and it's just uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just a little spring in their step, especially early on, like you said. But 
Uh, Martin, you notice that? I just feel like these Denver players, I mean, no one really missed in uh, game one anyway, well, if you look at the stats. Part of the thing bizarre. that I think that I thought was kind of underblown or not understated when people were breaking this down was if you go back to the Warriors-Lakers series, part of it was, oh, Golden State's got to get out and run them and go run, 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 run. So, well, Steph Curry's 35. Well, Jamal Murray's mm-hmm. not. Michael Porter Jr. is not. Like, in the Nuggets, you saw in the first half, they were getting out fast break points, and I think in the second half, they only had two, and it was that Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, fast break alley-oop that kind of put the nail in the coffin uh, to end game right. one. Uh, I think... It, it it plays in their favor. Like, they are young. And, you know, you had Anthony Davis, LeBron, Austin Reeves, and probably Dennis Schroeder, I think, played all over, like, 40 minutes in game one at altitude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dave, I'm not trying to say Ryan Hollins is wrong. He has his own lived experiences. However, I was the there bench. Friday when I talked to Sal sitting on the bleachers at Venice Beach when he said, you know, I run every day. But for some reason, right now, I can't. I can't find any oxygen. And I told him it's different because it's so different about walk, running. When you're running, day. you're yes, not thinking. Yes. Basketball, yeah. you got to think too. That's the key. The key is running and thinking. That's where the fatigue comes in. Yes, I. Well, it wasn't even a run. I, I can't even give myself that much credit. I was comparing it to the 30-minute walk the wife and I take every morning, where we pretend to be listening to what uh, each has on the uh, calendar for that day. That's but, special. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the key a, to marriage. Yes, is it? That, that's, yeah. a, that's exactly it. That's how you stay together. Um, Martin, I wanted to is defend she, you. Is she bothered by your earbuds being in while you're having these conversations? <laughs> I sometimes take one out. Not not the one that's the side that she's on, but yeah, I, 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 you gotta hear I her don't have to be stuck with you. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. Are you even on. listening to me, Sal? <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark, we had a, uh, oh, look, Jokic is great. He's great to watch. He presents insane mismatches for all these teams. They don't lose at home. I don't know what to say. I can't say more about him. He's an obvious force, impossible to guard. But also averaging seven points more. You tell you, it's a little bit of a Jimmy Butler effect here, here in the playoffs than he was in the regular season. So there are so many hypocrites out there saying, oh, my God, imagine giving the MVP to anyone else but Jokic. Like, yeah, you did that. There's evidence of you. Do, any pundit I see saying this, like, you gave it to Embiid or you gave it to Giannis. What are you talking about now? Because he's having a game. Why are we so reactionary? Why can't we just say he's dominating these playoffs? He's doing better than he was. Otherwise, it's a three-headed race during the regular season, and everyone makes good points as to who should win it. Everybody's like, oh, you got you got to quit watching games if you don't think Jokic is the MVP of this league. No, because man, if you're not following Calm the down. narrative, oh. how do you ever know what you're supposed to have an opinion about? Obviously. Yeah. Right. I love it. I love the oh, fact I, that Jokic just carried it If LeBron up. gets 50 tonight and Jokic fouls out in the third quarter, it'll be like, well, that's why he's still the best player in the game, and <laughs> everyone needs to recognize that. Although, <laughs> Does anyone listen to themselves? It's it's wild right now because I think the you know the title, the, the best player in the game, I think it's up for grabs right now. If you're somebody who is, sure. is, is ranking this on a running basis, right? It's up for grabs right mm-hmm. now, and like Jokic is the best player well, left in the playoffs. It's, 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 it's it's the way you analyze it is so different, right? Who's the best player? Most valuable. Is it most valuable to your team? Okay, then you got something to say when Jokic is on the sixth 
seeded Nuggets and wins the award. But on the first seeded Nuggets, like, okay, maybe his guys are back, right? Murray and Porter are back. Maybe he's not as valuable. I could see that. But the parlay kid said, if you're starting a team, that's how he says it. Who's most valuable? Shaq, you're starting a team. Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, Tatum. Who's your Out of that there? group, I would take Giannis. I thought on ESPN, I was yeah. watching it this morning, in fact, the Sports Center debate was, is um, is Jimmy Butler the best player of these playoffs? All right, the regular season MVP is come and gone now. Who's the MVP and or best right. player? It's a, you know, you can create a division there. In your book, is it Jimmy Butler? I mean, obviously the Heat aren't where they are, but, you know, same case goes for the Celtics without Jason right. Tatum. So it's hard to evaluate value. If you extract that guy, the no team would still be in this final four who, who gets your MVP to this point though, Sal Jokic, Jokic slightly, but I like watching Jimmy Butler more. Can I say, am I allowed to say that? Can I have two answers? Well, Cause Jimmy is going <laughs> I, I in that's there. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing about Jimmy, the way he goes in and he's ripping your heart out. Like it, yeah. it, I would hate to be holding the Celtics ticket. You know, even the Celtics money line in a parlay, you're thinking, man, just show a little fight. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they start to fight just a little bit, they he just stomps on their faces. And it's just, uh. He's on the underdog team, too. So it's going it like, to heighten that. I'm there. trying to think of who the comp is to Jokic in sports history because he's so distinctive. He's like this vaguely slovenly looking guy and he's got the weird hair thing and he's I don't never has seen a weight in his life he's lifted as many weights as I have in my life and he's David Wells at his I was was gonna say it would be like getting owned by Greg Maddox it's like this guy shut us down Uh, like that guy doesn't seem like an athlete to me like bringing it at 87 miles an hour just painting it all the time like I'm I struck out again to that guy yeah, well, if you're going to go, if you're going to ditch the slovenly angle, Tom Brady is always the comp for that, right? I guess so, I mean, yeah. That's, I guess it's <laughs> embarrassing him in getting shorts. Uh, defeated by Wayne Gretzky, too, who's built like a, a 14-year-old. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, the, um, maybe the newest comp, the Gretzky, to Kobe, to all these guys we mentioned. Um, Wemba is going to be a spur, right? They don't screw that up, Martin, right? They'll take... Do they need a big man? Maybe they don't take Wemba uh, Yamba. Maybe. I'm not sure <laughs> they do that. But uh, so it was Martin, you on Lemon Pepper Parley insinuated maybe it was fixed and then you backed off. I think there would be a lot more choice, other choices than the Spurs if they wanted to fix that draft lottery. Well, including the Pistons who ended up fifth. But the Pistons already have Cade Cunningham. So they already have a former number one overall pick. It's supposed to be his show. But I'm saying... I don't really believe that sports are fixed, but if I was a conspiracy theorist, the way that they rolled out the draft lottery would have me clamoring. This is all fixed. It felt funny. Like just how is it that like right. there's 20 people know beforehand, but uh, so like that, cause that's see, so, so I'll be paying attention to all the reporting. Right. So it's 20 people were in yeah. the room beforehand. Right. Who knew the order of the lottery. Right. No, under lock and key. Nobody knows the results. Okay. Right. All right. But then the next day, I'm just listening to Brian Windhorse talk, who famously flew all the way to Paris for a 72 second interview with Victor Wembignana, right? Mm-hmm. Who said that he knew when the, uh, he knew that San Antonio was getting the first overall pick before everybody really? else. 
looked at Victor's camp, said, do you want to know who it's going to be? And they said, no, let's let it be a surprise. Is that true? Now, Is that absolutely true? He said, uh, Brian Windhorst said it. I'm just, I'm just connecting the dots. You know, I'm just, I don't trust you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm just connecting the dots. That's all I'm just reporting what's out there. I'm making the news. That's it. All so right. I, okay. It's just all of it. I don't care either way. Just, I'm just glad it was San Antonio, Houston, far. or Portland uh, that did it. Cause those are the three that I, uh, I bet. And uh, uh, boy, I was telling these guys uh, on against the odds. It's a good sweat check. I bet the top three, the three that are supposed to get 14%. Now I know my odds are garbage. Uh, but pretty good. But plus five fifty. Yeah. But it's nice because it really, and I've bet things where it's come down to a decision in a boxing match or UFC and it's exciting or award shows, you know, that kind of thing, or the Heisman to Emmys to Oscars. La La this La is great the way they do it because yeah. Yeah. La La Land famously uh, screwed me. Um, you usually get to the final four and you have two left. And then when they take a commercial and that's pretty exciting. And then you get to the final two and you have one left and that's exactly what happened. I had San Antonio Charlotte was the other team. I'm like, pull up that dumb Charlotte logo, please. You nerd do it. And he did it. And I won uh plus five fifty. It was nice. I, I, watched the other I two, was watching it. I was Thanks. watching it on my phone. We were at the little league playoff game. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. It, nice. it didn't turn out well. Oh, and, and, and the boy caught uh, a heater right in the ear hole. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. I mean, it, it wasn't good. But anyway, Jeez. um, I, I, what it occurred to me was, is Sal going to somehow employ the NBA draft lottery when it comes time in early September 23 to kick out somebody mm. from our fantasy football league? I'd like to see it because my name can't come up. As we know, I was kicked out a year Just ago. Just pull up, pull up cards with your Do you faces know what on you're it. Doing? And then uh, that's my question here. Cause the lottery no, evokes and no. what's, you know, evokes that in my brain. No, I haven't. I know um, uh, Paul, the Moot co-horse, gave us a three-ball pick today. It's not looking great. So, you know, no. it's uh, I, I, it could be him. It could be him. It could be John Hamm. It could be our friend Tony. It could be the sports guy, Bill Simmons, who really taunted me during the playoffs. How dare he? So, um, could definitely be any of those. Did you? Uh, um, could be you, too. No, it can't know. be me. We'll That's it a, remember, it can't be me. <laughs> All um, right. what, I, what, is, what I'm struck by, and I think I figured it out, I'm sorry to, uh, again, if we're talking fixed NBA lottery stuff, mm -hmm. then we, I, I can be a conspiracy theorist too. What the hell goes on with San Antonio, Texas? Here's a weird thing. It's the seventh <laughs> largest city by population. So then it begs the right. question, well, then why the hell don't they have any other sports? They only have, they only have an NBA team, seventh largest football, crazy Texas. Why aren't they in the mix for yeah. an NFL team ever? Okay, baseball. We've already talked about why hockey stinks down uh, down south there. But okay, not even an NFL team. Why don't they have more prominence in in sports America? Then I looked up market size. They're only the twenty fourth biggest yeah. market. Why is that? Why why that's the disparity? What, that's a big thing. Because they didn't get um, TVs until two thousand. Is that what it is? In San Antonio. I don't know why. Oh, that's too yeah, bad. Exactly. It's very sad. It shouldn't have been like that. No, I don't know why the uh the market versus population. It's a good question. But um, you know, everything is considered, right? Destination spot and all that stuff. But all right, so I I really want to do this cap of consequence. Let, let's do this. Let's take our first break. We'll give Caesar some love and then Mikey Meatballs finds out his fate as we mm. pick from the cap of consequences. 
Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesar's can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Here we go. We are back. I'm very excited. I don't know why I'm so excited about this, but like I said, we had people um, putting in submissions from all over, all across the network. People who didn't even work for us anymore. Jerry Ferrara sent some stuff in. I think Charlotte Wilder is uh, all over the place. So anyway, Mikey Meatballs picked the Pirates to lose 10 games before the other four of us, our team. I'm not going to say this right. Anyway, the Pirates went on a heater. Like you said, they did well. And Meatballs is the loser of our group. So now he picks from this cap of consequence. I actually do. So are we ready? Drum roll, please. Wait, Here are you going to read them? Before I'm going to read them oh, first okay. before I put them in. Yeah, this is why you're uh, so excited, Sal, because the cap of consequences yes. is something that could only exist at a place where you are the HR manager. That's why. That's true. That's exactly right. Can't complain. I'm rooting Can't in the complain. meantime while these are read off. I hope one of those plates falls off of the wall behind Mikey Meatballs and clonks <laughs> them on the head. I think he might spike one after this is all done. All right. Um, pirate powerlifting, full workout at the Bay Club dressed as a pirate. Okay, <laughs> Michael, you picked the pirates. I'm judging by his reaction. He wouldn't be too pleased to do that because, uh, you know, that's a culture he's got there. That's his place of worship. That's his church. That's exactly right. You can tell he would like it because he made a reaction at all. (laughs) Yeah, not not a fan of that one. What do you think of that one? one. Not a fan of that. Now, there's not a thing where you could uh, hide in the yoga room where nobody is for an hour and do push-ups, right? You've got to kind of be around people, all right? This one I think you'll like even less. 
spaghetti and feet balls. You must eat a bowl of spaghetti and meatballs that were rubbed on Sal, Dave, oh, Martin, Eddie's oh, feet. Oh, 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 God. Oh, oh. That's throw up territory. Ugh. You like that? No, I hate feet. What do you think? <laughs> you don't like it. You and Sheck, I think, are right yes. at the top of the list in terms of feet humor. Okay. Um, pirate perv. Michael has to wear a pirate eye patch for a week and has to go to a bar, approach women, and ask, are you free on Saturday night? <laughs> Jesus <Christ. laughs> That's bad. Great. He said he was. That's bad. He said he wasn't. <laughs> Is that worse than the All feet three balls? are really bad I so don't know. far. Okay. How much can he lift? Michael orders lift rides all day. While inside, he curls 20-pound dumbbells and regales the drivers with details regarding his workout <laughs> regimen. <laughs> all right. that's How much can you lift? Lift driver you jumps lift out the... of a moving car. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> out of their own moving car. All right. <laughs> it's not terrible. All right. Mikey Massage. Mikey Massage. Uh, uh, dressed in a pirate outfit again. Pirate theme. We order him a 30-minute neck-back massage to get while on air. Who wouldn't love that? Michael. Would be funny in this normal seat or if they bring one of those tables, you see his face in the ring. All miserable, all while dressed as a pirate. That was from your roommate, I, by I the figured, way, Scott Holmes. So don't from Scott. Okay, yeah. He, By the way, he has a lot of offerings about, you know what Michael hates at this one, doesn't it? You know what Michael hates? So anyway, that was the one got through. All right, what are you rooting for before we uh, pick? None of them. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm putting them in here. What would be the worst, Martin, for you out of those? Oh, the feet balls? Feet balls for me by far, by far. And just so yeah. you know, that was not my submission. I felt my submission, I felt, was one that uh, if you got it, you know, you wouldn't hate it if you did it, but it would really, I, I just could see you dressed up like Jack Sparrow. You'd hate it so bad. I was, oh, I was yeah. the, uh, Shaq, the workout in the pirate uniform. What are you rooting for, Shaq? Um, well, I mean, the feet one would, yeah, would be a nod. So I just wouldn't be able to do it. I, I, I would, well, you I'd might be unemployed just for, I prefer it. to be unemployed uh, for the next five years than have to do that. I would just never, I wouldn't sign off on that. You're like, all right, check. We're going to fire you. Okay. Like, well, then that's that. All right. But what that, so that's what you're rooting for from Michael. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The feet one was from Charlotte Wilder, by the way. So anyway, <laughs> could not. anyway, all right. Here we go. Oh, no. So very, very exciting. He does seem adverse to being super social and goofy, like w around women. Yeah. So, so the are you free would be would be fun. That would be amazing. It's how much can he lift? All right. All right. Okay. Michael Waters lift all rides right. all day. That's he doable. curls 20 pound dumbbells. That's not terrible, right? You could do That's that. That's doable. All right. I guess. All right. Spaghetti. You'll, uh, you guess. Yeah. Spaghetti, you'll ride alongside of him and um and prompt him to uh make a fool with, of himself in front of Lyft without riders. Without a doubt. I'll, I'll help, uh, you know, move along the conversation with the driver. Um, I'm actually <laughs> okay. relieved. For his sake, I'm relieved. Like, I was laughing as hard as could be <laughs> off air. But as somebody who's <laughs> with him quite a bit, I'm like, man, I actually feel bad for him. Like, these... It's hard yes. to convey how excruciating it would be for him to like dress up and then like he wear this guy wears like full blown hoods in the bay club like he hides from the public. I and know. For him to be in the oh, you know what? Let me just, repick. You're right. I, I should pick. No, again. The, the, uh, so the, the lift right. one. A, the lift one's perfect. And me balls. It makes you feel better. My submission was not not chosen. It was a very simple one. You just would have to make a ton yeah. of meatballs and meatball heroes for us and like maybe feed El Segundo. That's about it. So I was trying to go light on you. All right. I appreciate that. I like the, it. The one at the bar <laughs> with the girls would probably be my worst nightmare for one. <laughs> yeah, really? I would be I would Damn, be so uncomfortable I, doing that. That would be awful. <laughs> so thank God it's not that one. 
The Bay Club dresses the fire <laughs> would also be pretty bad because I'm there every day. The feet would just be disgusting. You physically might not yes. be able to do yeah. that. Yeah. Right. This and then the this two, one's uh, not this one. Yeah. I can all do right. it. Well, all right. I screwed up then. Damn. I'm sorry. There was a massage in there too. All right. Well, that'll be good though. Babyface, what do you think of all this? This is very exciting. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill whoever put in that feet balls. That's I, 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 Oh shut okay. up. Uh, if you can't tell already, it's Joel. Um, yes, but uh, I feel like it, yeah. we, we got to get—is it shirt on or shirt off in the lift? Oh, I don't know that they let you come ride shirtless. Uh, otherwise, no. I think that's a good question. He should go yeah. in a, in the Billy Hoyle tank yeah. top for white men can't jump. That's the answer <laughs> right there. Show those guns off. Funnier if he has if if he has dumbbells or like bands, like uh like the the bands. I don't know. We have to figure out. Bands might be a little bit easier to transport and actually a little bit fun, like funnier. Because it's like, what's funnier? Like a 20 pound dumbbell, like a five pound dumbbell yeah. with meatballs, considering meatballs. Ultimately, is you, get a, you get a workout out of this, Michael. So that's good. I do think, yeah, you know, Spaghetti's going to join him in that too. He's not going to be able to resist. Oh, there's a, there's a dumbbell. I got to lift it. Got to. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I also session. think Martin's idea is right. I think that going forward as an added punishment to any Kappa concert, you mm. should have to wear the dunce cap that is the one that Martin wore. Oh, the cap. From, okay, from, we'll have it. From White Men Can't Jump, that that biker, that 80s biker's hat is, uh, makes anybody yeah, look Yeah, we ridiculous. should have a dunce cap of the consequence. Michael, what were we going to no, say? I was going to say, the bands probably look pretty douchey, so... That will, uh, yeah, yeah. That will be good. Okay, we'll be good. We'll make it work. That's done. That's good. That's settled. All right, we'll figure it out. All right, come back from New York immediately because I want to do this. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, Canes and Panthers. Canes home minus one forty. Semifinals begin tonight. I think I have the Canes for the series. I'll take them for Game One. Check. You have the Panthers. You and Spaghetti, I think, have the Panthers, right? No, I, I I'm just. Oh, you have the. Canes. I'm just agnostic yeah. about this one because. They really are mirror images. I'm taking the Canes in the series. They were the superior team. There's very little evidence that being a good regular season team in 2022-23 yields any advantage in these playoffs. Nevertheless, I'm going to say that pedigree wins out here, even though this is a slightly diminished version (laughs) of the Carolina Hurricanes. I'm taking Carolina. Stall brothers. Which Stall brothers have the most pedigree? Well, they're the worst. You have to figure out. Yeah, well, it is interesting (laughs) in that regard, but that trio has... uh, yeah. has revealed themselves to be a uh, little, little. Is that what you said about the Sutter the Sutter brothers in the mid 80s? Well, Probably. you know, I love Jordan Stahl. Oh, he was the the critical <clears throat> third line center and with the uh, with uh, the cup there. So I'm one thing you're not going to love, although maybe you didn't like the Coyotes in Phoenix anyway, but the bill did not pass there. They had this whole big plan for a new arena and new facilities and everything, and it ain't happening. So the Coyotes are going to lose Phoenix and Houston is the the front runner there, Spaghetti, to get the Coyotes. Seems like it's Houston, Salt Lake, and then you know last night the Coyotes sent an email, uh, a letter or an email to their season ticket holders and said that the plan is still to play at ASU and they're still not done yet with the city of uh, of Phoenix or the Phoenix area. So there is like a last chance hail mary that they could remain in Arizona, but right. it's looking less and less likely. Now Sheck is on our text chain. Um, Eddie was taunting us. I don't even know if it's taunting at this point anymore. We're, we're talking about expansion teams. Hench makes a good point. Maybe they expanded too much before some of these series. I mean, I mean, Vegas is the northernmost city in this final four, which is weird. But okay, whether you like it or not, Shaq, you want these coyotes to move where? I think they should become that they should be the Pacific Coyotes. I would love or let's move. Okay. We need two moves. 
Orange County doesn't mm. need a hockey team as long as L.A. has one. So move the Ducks up to Portland and become the Pacific Ducks for the, mm. all the West Coast. And then we have great rivalries brewing up there in the Pacific Northwest. And then you move the Coyotes up to Quebec and then you reestablish Le Guerre-Sival in, uh, in, uh, in Quebec province. And you go back to being more of a provincial sport, which is what it's supposed to be. The jury is in. The people of Phoenix have spoken. They don't give a good goddamn. Cut it out, Batman. No one cares about it okay. down there. How much are you going to press this issue? You're like, it's like a, a woman who says, no, I don't want to go on a date with you. And like, I'm going to give you another chance, though. You can still go out. I, I, how many times do I have to say no to you, you creep? Beat it already. Are we, are we still talking about meatballs and the pirate? I think the so. Same? Yeah, they're blend together. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but here's the problem with your thing sending this to anywhere. You're you're not gonna you're not gonna acknowledge that fan base as legit for 40 years. They're gonna have to have suffered well, before I, I they the apathy, get to the cup, right? They just told you that they're apathetic. What else do you need to see? I'm right. I, I know. I know. Right. Okay, they don't so care. I'm saying they they go to a city that is gung ho for their team, and you're still not gonna be happy when they make it to the Stanley Cup in, think, in a decade or less. I, I, right? I, Eddie, am I right? I think there's a period where you have to, I mean, <laughs> Quebec lost its team, so they'll it? buy back. What's the period? Yes. Listen, what, what's the I number? thought it was we weird. Need number. I, I'll say it again. I, this is not just a hockey thing. When the Baltimore mm. football fans immediately are the Ravens, like you just had the Colts. You're over the moon about there. You don't have any ties to this team. You got to earn it. You got to go through some stuff before you can feel I want to know what the, what is the time period? Just Five tell years. us. Five years before Five. you before you at least should be you know it's 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 unsa you you I, I keep telling you it's this the is Panthers not an intellectual Canes have been matter. around for you twenty know five right. thirty years you know I'm but right these when other, a team wins a but suit, these teams it's now I'm fully on Eddie's side here these teams that are in the final four save for the Vegas have all been in the league for three decades. I don't like a pervasive sense of <laughs> apathy from the locals. That's what gets me upset, no matter how long uh, they've been you around. Uh, so you want thing, them to, you so that's, that's, that's the best way to avoid a pervasive sense of apathy is to come out and lose for the first 30 years of your existence. That's, that's the best <laughs> yes. way to go ahead and yeah, lose and, and take it and develop yeah. us, you know, just a ravenous fan base. No, Thank you go out you. and win a little now bit you first, and then you walk into the <laughs> desert. Lose and love it, and then uh, see what's what's uh, standing what? at That's the end. That's what every franchise. Did you see the letter that uh, that uh, Kevin Demoff <laughs> sent out to L.A. Rams season ticket yeah. holders about like, hey, got you that Super Bowl. Got to stick with us for the lean years now. Like, no, we don't. We don't have to stick with you. But if you do, then you mm. have earned it. You've been through. You've been through something. You understand as a as a right. fan base. These people, all they're feeling is the excitement. They don't know what it is to suffer. As so a, you know I, what I, the I, fan base went through? They went through all those years without a doggone team. And if they wanted to watch hockey, they had to freaking go through center ice right. or wherever and just hope that TNT had the game on and it was an off night from the NBA playoffs. No, that's what they had to go through. That's what you've never, David, ever had to suffer. You've never had to go through a period of time where there wasn't a football team in your home, where there wasn't a baseball team in your home, where there wasn't a hockey team in your home. No. Yeah, Shaq, if Finish. Pittsburgh, if Pittsburgh got a basketball team, you would have to they'd have to be like winless for 40 years. Sorry, well, no, you know you what the analogy enjoy. I drew and, for some Pittsburgh what, no. guys arguing with me about Pitt, this. The basketball team that Pittsburgh did have got saved by fish. So no, 
You have that was a great, that was a great moment. This conversation, yeah. Dave. You the don't igloo. understand. If you're just a, if you're just a random guy in 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 San Jose, mm. and you've been d- desperate, desperate to go take mm. to, to go to a hockey game in person, but you can't make it, and all of a sudden, boom! Here comes this new upstart yeah. team. Guess what? You get to do become a fan. Listen, see, nobody has to tell the line that I have established. Only people of honor do. And, and that's not a decision made with their brain. It's made with their heart and gut. If you have dignity, how much can you? It's not going to a movie right. for two hours and watching Bruce Willis try to blow up the, the asteroid that might destroy the earth. Then it's just fun. It's popcorn fun. Sports are different. Your fandom, the roots sink way deeper than that. You know, don't don't, don't come on. That's exactly uh, what it is. You know, the analogy I made for some Pittsburgh guys, it's a, it's the same as like watching these, these Sunbelt hockey teams. It's like if I, I I don't even know what league it is, but Pittsburgh has a a soccer team called the river hounds. And there's some small uh, percentage. I knew, I knew would we win the bet that he was going to bring up these river hounds. I knew it. (laughs) I freaking knew it. (laughs) I think that, I don't All know. Right, anything I, about I get them. it, but I know yeah, that they have yeah, diehards. You, you, you can't say it's that it's not. You, you, you can't say that it's not a good fan base. The Canes or whatever. You know, you don't know. I mean, it looks lively enough. Attendance wise, they're up there. But uh, spaghetti. I wonder what Sheck would have been like with the original six teams. It's like, oh, Toronto made the cup again. They've only been around for four. Like. Yeah, but there's only six of us. What are we doing? Exactly here? right. Somebody has to make the Exactly finals. right. Yeah. Look at like those old Montreal Canadiens teams. Like they that was back when too. Like they got the players that were from that town, so that's why they won every cup. It was miserable. And uh, and I know, yeah. Sal, you want to move on with this topic, and I, I hand to hand, yes, hand to God, I'm done talking about this the rest of this calendar year. But I will say this very very <laughs> okay. quick thing to wrap to put a bow on this. Years ago, yeah. I was with I was in the camp of uh, with with Dave. I was like, I I think it should be a niche sport. I don't like it being like the four major sports. Like, let us have our own hockey. Put more teams in mm-hmm. Canada. Let's just make it about like dot for the diehards only. But now, anti getting it. The ratings are up. The expansion teams, Vegas, Seattle, they're doing really well. I'm like, wow, hockey actually could become mainstream. People are buying into it. The new teams are succeeding. I've changed my like to tune completely. I think I want to expand for the, the, the better of the sport. I think adding in new cities that will support these teams are a good thing. And people who are denying that just basically don't want it to be a, a four major sport, the fourth major sport. And I, I think that's terrible. Uh, I, I just, as an average, av- you know, whatever casual fan don't want to see these teams. I don't think it, I don't want to see them because they don't deserve it. I'm not going to say that. Right. Like, I think that's taking it a step further. That's where, where Sheck does it there all right uh let's by the way i just got an email from the writers guild they're canceling my insurance because apparently i violated just putting these names in a cap i violated um <laughs> what we're doing on strike here so that kind of sucks uh what else do we want to talk about here oh baseball okay so you guys see this fat ass thing with the yankees and blue jays i did this yes. is pretty good and i tell you what sir <clears throat> if i were you i'd be ready to throw yeah. my dupes about what this thing? Yeah, this fat the, ass? They, I don't like it. I don't, I don't think it. I don't like it. Looks there like he you is. at all. Well, let me explain what goes on here. So the Blue Jays and Yankees have been battling all week. There's allegations of cheating and tipping pitches and sticky stuff with the the pitchers. And the, there was a walk off home run last night. It's an emotional series. And the other day, Toronto manager John Schneider accused Yankees third base coach of being outside the box, which is hilarious because that's what I yell at. As a joke, I yell that out when I'm at the game. I'm like, he's outside. Every third base coach is way outside the box, almost never in the box. But anyway, this guy is complaining 
there was some heated jawing between the dugouts. And at some point, Schneider is saying, he's seen saying, shut up, fat boy. And then a day later, assistant hitting coach, assistant hitting coach Brad Wilkerson steps up and says, yeah, yeah, he was talking about me. I'm fat boy. Uh, and his picture circulates all over the internet. And more than one, Martin, more than three, more than five people commented on social. That's cousin Sal. Hmm. Look at him. And I was like, when it was one person, I was like, I screw this guy. That is not me. And that's like three, five. And I'm like, oh boy, well, I guess it's me. If uh, Unless these people know each other and uh, putting me up to it, this is some kind of prank on me. Now, sorry, Spaghetti, you have the picture up there? Look at this. Let's see this. Is this me? I don't think this guy looks like you. Thank you. I don't Thank know. You. Martin's this, getting a this, paycheck. This, this guy week. definitely would not have taken a charge on Venice Beach. No chance. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, the more man, I stare check. at it, the more I stare at it, uh, I guess I get check. a glance. Like, what, what it proves is for this poor sap who has no chin, you, you, you need the Yankees need to modify their facial hair policy for some, because that's, that, that's what <laughs> makes good for people who are chinless. Is that, uh, I don't even see, first of all, I'm, um, I'm more insulted by the fact that I'm compared to someone in that scumbag organization. I was just going to say, that's got to make you the, sicker the than anything yes. else. Yes, there you go. Babyface, what do you think? Is this what? me? Oh, this guy is much more handsome. This guy is, oh. what? No, <laughs> I don't see it. I don't see it. Thank you. He's Thank also you. a so Yankees fan. If we put him in Mets clothes, maybe, but I don't think right, so. Right, right. I just gotta, can't get around the uniform here. But anyway, what is the point of stepping up and saying, yeah, I'm fat boy. He was talking about me. He was talking about me. It's like, no one knows you until you say this, right? It could have, it really could have been anonymous um, through this, aside from um, the distraught it's caused me at this point, the distress. <laughs> I mean, maybe so, that's part of the reason know. why. He's anonymous. He's like, hang on a second. I'm fat boy. I want everybody to know it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I'm not I'm nothing, but now I'm fat boy. Oh, being, people better. aren't being a victim, I guess. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting thing. Like, look at this. I was uh, insulted like this. So fat shaming is still allowed, in other words, in 2023. There are many things you cannot throw out, but but yeah. apparently we're still okay with yelling about people's weight at them. That's that's the big takeaway. The other big takeaway is I sent yes. it to you a year or three ago watching Forrest Gum. Hmm. The guy in the VA hospital. Well, I watched it the other day and paused it on that. And yeah, did, yeah. Did, did, did you, did anyone in the family yeah, sure. get a look? It's called, I think so. It's not, he's not on long enough, it right? Is, he's got the cast. I'm going to share the his, photo. Cool. I'll share it. It okay. is spot on. That guy, I, I'm freaked out by how much it looks right. like I don't you. need any more fat it's, people. He's not uh, fat. He's just smoking me. a heater there while uh, Gump plays he's not paddle fat. ball. He just has no legs. Plays ping pong yeah. or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he has no legs. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for the support. Jeez. And uh, thank you, Brad Wilkerson, for stepping up and admitting you're fat boy. That's, a, that's, that's tough, man. The, the comparisons on this pod went from Dave looking like Pedro Pascal to you looking like the yeah. Yankees uh, base coach. That's a tough one. Yeah, that's not good. Let's find yeah, Sal's doppelganger. That's that's the uh, homework for everybody within the sound of my voice right now. Drop us a line at Extra Points Pod on Twitter or other social media. Who in the zeitgeist looks the most like Sal. 
or vice versa. This is uh, no thanks. That's not. That's not. That'll great be for fun. Me. That That'll never be fun works to out. see. Never yeah, works you out. Hashtag not, not the fake me. cousin Sal. Well, I've never heard of that idea before. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm Martin, just with you. Martin, I between this embarrassing video that's now online with us and this uh, fat boy cousin Sal, it's not been a good week for me, dude. I don't know. Well, I, don't, I think I'm going to sleep. I don't know if you heard the beginning of lemon pepper parlay, but it's, it's been a worse week for I me. Did. On Friday, I thought. By the way, I I, I do want to talk about that. Uh, you know you learn a little something about the NBA on Lemon Pepper Parlay, the playoffs and Victor Wembayama. You also learned that Martin was hit by a, a car outside the same concert that Eddie Spaghetti was there at and talking about the other day. How does this happen? I was. I thought we were going to get to it on Tuesday because I saw Spaghetti at the Hollywood Bowls and then we just never did. And then by the time it ended, I was like, I'm going to get up because I don't feel great right now. Yeah, I was. Uh, you were actually hit by a car. Yeah, on my hip. <laughs> like the car, the car actually physically <laughs> hit me and I uh, went flying and I remembered my fundamentals of mm-hmm. I, I, like, no, no joke. I've fallen off that bike twice. Mm-hmm. And both times I thought every time I've seen somebody get a concussion playing football is because they tackle with their head down. And I always think, right. let me get my head up as I'm careening oh, to man. the ground. But yeah, I went and uh, swan died. You're on an electric the, bike? What's that? This is, Yeah. You are on a, you're an you're on an electric bike, I was. right? Or is it a regular electric bike? bike? I was. I was going about twenty miles an oh, hour. Man. And uh, what? Yep, I got hit right. It's like right on the this in Louisiana. We call it a service drive. I don't know if that's something that translates across the countries, but it's the road right next to the freeway, parallel to the yeah. freeway. Yeah. So we so I was riding yeah. down the service drive of the one hundred and one right near the Hollywood Bowl, and it was madness out there. Like it was cars backed up, like. Like mm-hmm. whole lights were backed up, you know what I'm saying? Of, of traffic. I saw people just abandoning their Ubers and getting out of the car and walking. Right. And even walking on yeah. like that, the bridge that goes over the water once. So I'm just like, yo, that's a lot going on. But I'm cruising down, approaching a red light, I'm slowing down. And all of a sudden, this guy in the Tesla jerks his wheel to the right because it was like, he was like six car lengths ahead of the right turn lane. And so, like, he kind of, but, you know, the right turn lane was only four car lengths up. So he was kind of, like, getting into the shoulder to try to zoom up and make the right turn quickly to try to avoid everybody else. He got into your yeah, shoulder. instead of avoiding yeah. everybody else, he hit me right in the hip. And uh, and I went down. I went down, and I got up. But the, what the went hell? down again because I was like, holy hell, that hurts. And I took a picture of their license plate, and then uh, they drove off. They did they stop and say, Are you all right? Or they just drove well, off? Well, they said, did hey, take a they picture stopped of my license after hitting me slightly yeah. for a moment, but then after it wasn't yeah. nearly long enough to not quantify for a hit and run. There was Boy, that's no pretty nimble. You got you your cell right? phone out and snapped the photo before they could get away. Yeah. Oh, I guess if the cars are moving well, slowly. To be fair, he was on his cell phone, he was checking Instagram <laughs> as you know, that might have been the cause of the accident. Well, it was yeah. so, Dave, I, I thank you, but uh, it was the thought of. You know, let me do my head, shoulders, knees, and toes check. And then I was like, all right, right wait, where's my, my phone is in my chest pocket. I keep my phone in my chest pocket. So then I'm like, let me see if my phone is broken. Then I had my phone in my hand. Then I realized, wait, this guy's not getting out of the car. And I could just mm. hear in the back of my head, my dad's a lawyer. And he was always just document, document everything, document yeah, everything, document everything. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I better start recording something. So, I, that, so there it was. Wow. Couple things. Wow. Couple well, things. One, you're okay. This was a curse show. Was, 
Yeah. It was a cursed show. Martin got hit by a bike and Eddie Spaghetti cried. So, I mean, like, I don't know what uh, <laughs> emotional injury he suffered there. But sub- subconsciously, Eddie was crying Maybe. because he knew his friend Martin was in trouble. Yes, that's it. And it wasn't the music. I was very upset. That yeah, was it, I right? Felt, I felt Martin's pain. And that's what caused the tears. Wow. <laughs> All right. Martin, what's in the bike is okay or no? No, the bike is, uh, it's damaged slightly, but I was able to to fix it to where it can roll. But I, ha- uh, I have not been on it since it's been, uh, it's mm. been since Thursday. I mean, it's Sorry been since about Saturday. That. that sucks. That's let's start well, betting as white, white guy, white guy, right? To be honest, couldn't tell you white Tesla though. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. yeah white Tesla. Interesting. Yeah. I couldn't Cut tell you, you but there's, there's a silver the lining to this yeah. and it still rings true yeah. today. I haven't mm-hmm. missed a bet since. Oh, really? I have not missed a bet since Saturday, including the ones that were pending at the time of being hit. You know, I had the baseball games in play. Ah, I I am undefeated since cheating death. And I just think that, hey, you know, there's something there. Well, let's get right well, into I, it. Then. No, I it's like a, a sitcom episode when, the guy, the when a coconut falls on yeah. the the, yes, exactly. the guy's head, exactly and all of a sudden they get thing. smart or they they, they yes. change a personality. Also, I think right. put a pin in this. That's interesting to me. I would be surprised if you showed me the Hollywood Bowls roster of shows for this tw- for twenty twenty three. That Game of Thrones would be the biggest event there. We should bet on which I don't know how we they, measure it exactly, I, look, but I can I have a like out. a very ad hoc <laughs> measurement. I ride through there that same yeah, that, road oh, yeah. every Saturday That's good. since week three yes. of the football season because it's right on the way home from my radio show. That is by right. far the most people I have seen, huh. the, the biggest traffic that. event. Like it was easily the busiest it's been since week four of the football. Season. I think that's a good gauge. How many times Martin gets hit by mm. a car is which show was um, the most, uh, wow, attended or something. Yeah, we could do it that way. Uh, all right, Martin, give your pick here since you can't lose. Uh, I'm excited about this now. So yesterday my pick was uh, I had the heat plus eight and a half. I said, sprinkle the money line. Mm-hmm. And I said, Kevin Love over seven and a half points. Gunnels looked at me mm-hmm. with an equivocal eye, and I told him this is how it's going to happen. He's going to hit two threes and score a layup, and he's going to go just over. And that's exactly the way it played out. So here today, yeah. telling you my play of the day is Jeff Green over a half three-pointer made. He's going to get – I think Jeff Green is <laughs> – Come on. He's, he is due to have one of those, like, bench-type player games where, you know, he's like, man – the Jeff Green game where he came off the bench and had like 20, 20 points, 15, 20 points, and like was the reason why the Nuggets won. Oh, man. After, really? after the funny stuff that happened with the spread, I don't love it, you know, uh, to take yeah. the spread. I think Denver wins tonight. But mm-hmm. the whole big adjustment, right, was Rui Hachimura guarding Nikola Jokic so AD could float. So there's two mm-hmm. options there. Either... Aaron Gordon hits his three pointers and cause he can't stay in that, in that same spot on the opposite block, the dunker spot, whatever he can't stay there. That's clogging it up. So either Aaron Gordon is going to be out in the corner hitting three pointers or he's mm. going to be out of the game. If he's out of the game, it's going to be Jeff green. That's in the game and it's plus money. And he only <laughs> has right. to make one. All right. I don't know. I mean, we may have to send Martin to the blue tent here. I'm not sure if that makes sense. <laughs> we well, uh, can't John, argue I, with I, it until he's I mean, wrong, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. You got to be wrong. I, mean, I think Draymond Green will have more threes tonight than Jeff, but uh, that's where I'm. I, I've, I've been wrong enough. I'm. You know what I do? 
LeBron, no double double is minus 111. Um, 26. I know, Shaq, this is it. This is the don't pass, no fun bet, but 26 and 12 in game one. But that was the first time he snagged the double double in six games. He comes close, he gets seven or eight boards or assists most games, but. I'm not even going to dig in deeper into what it's going to do during the game. Who's checking them matchups or, or things like that. I just think I found some inefficiency in the line. Five out of the last six, no double doubles. And it's minus 111. I think of like if this was um, Austin Reeves with the same stat line, he'd be minus 300 to not have a double double. So because it's LeBron, you're paying an exorbitant tax. Don't pass. I say Shaq. No on the DD. Let's hear from you. DB. All right. You're missing. Is, you so in other words, yeah, you're, you're betting the don't pass against the century's greatest player. All right. That, that, <laughs> no, you, Jokic is the century's best. Okay. We established right, that. Right. Par on, for please. the course. Either way. Yeah. No, that's when by Yama. When by Yama. It would be funny. Yeah. It'd be funny if um, the guy driving the car, if, if he turned around and it was uh, the ice King or whatever the hell his name was from uh game of Thrones. What was his name? Night Riding King. that dragon. Oh, Night King. Yeah. yeah. The Night King. Night King. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that maybe, that's, maybe that'll Probably be wasn't. it. And either way, if you got mm-hmm. his license plate, I hope this leads to Sal's courtroom where we settle all hash with you and the driver of that car. We don't need a courtroom. <laughs> we just, we just need I think car. Martin's got, I think he's got bigger, uh, his sight set on bigger things, right? It, it, if we actually get, it, track this guy down. It's, uh, it's just like, I, I'll be honest. I'm in a bit of pain and they're doing a little bit of suffering. <laughs> like I'm ready for the yeah. podcast then so I can stand up and not sit right. down. Anymore. <laughs> right. Um, All right, Shaq. What do you I, got? I mean, I I've looked at it. I really did think long and hard about saying nugs first half lay in the two. Um, like it, it. just as the first quarter, I'm going to avoid it though. And I'm going to stick with my overarching pick, which is the Lakers plus plus one seventy five. They win game two on the money line. Okay. I'm right. doing a parlay a two show. It's four and a half to yeah. one. Denver money line. Jeff Green over three and a half, uh, over a half of three pointer made, and Aaron Gordon over half a three pointer made. That's the way that I think that's that's the way the game script is going to go. I saw this guy on Twitter. He hit ten five dollars into like a eight eight eighty three thousand some crazy ridiculous payout. Like I think eight thousand he made. Off a of same yeah. game parlay, and he wrote this article about how to do a whole same game parlay. Was it the last game? Was it the game one? I mean, no, he, that he was did the time a, to do it. it. it was a baseball, missed. It was a baseball game in which oh, he did it in. But okay. he wrote an article like his thought process, and he's like, we should stack it up in the flow of the game, right? So how you think the game will go? This is how I think the game will yeah. go. I think Aaron Gordon and Jeff Green are going to have at least four okay. or five three-point attempts. Uh, I mean, why don't we just stick yeah. with our picks for game one? We We swept the board, right? Uh, Denver and Jokic triple doubles probably good also. Um, True. And Denver and whatever check you said for over 12 and a half rebounds. Insane. The numbers. He it really, really is does crazy. Look like he could snatch up 35 rebounds if he wanted. And again, well, you know, I like to celebrate in the that was that game one. We'll see what if the, if he can continue this. But what a performance mm-hmm. against a defensive player of the year in Anthony Davis and beyond yeah. what the Lakers were doing. Their whole thing is about not defense. even in the picture. Wild. Yeah. Muzzle tough. All right, listen, another quick break, and we'll be right back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's check. I'm looking at the leaderboard. It's always stupid to mention because it's going to be hours um, before you uh, watch it. Ryan Fox, three under. Corey Connors, three under. Victor Hovland, there's a name, three under. Scheffler, two under. DeChambeau, two. Morikawa, I'm trying to think if anyone is sucking that we should look at here. Uh, eh, No one too bad. It's early. It's early. PGA Championship. Check it out. All weekend, check out Lemon Pepper Parlay, Martin and Gunnels. If you want NBA talk slash car accident talk, that's that's the way to that's the place to go right there. Oh, I yeah. think we're gonna find out it was Jeff Green that hit you. Um, and check minus three had a good one with Matt Money Smith and Handsome Hank. Matt Money Sheck was hit by a, a Sherman tank in the form of Matt Money Smith. <laughs> um, set him straight about the steel. He didn't set anything wins. straight. He confused his own. Oh. He confused his own brain. It's oh. a bunch of jive. Go and listen to it, though. <laughs> I tweeted it out again. Cued it up right to the spot where he expresses his cynicism about the Steelers and compares them to the Raiders of two years ago. Hey, that hot streak down the stretch is the I same. I liked it. Oh, come on. All right, go then. Uh, well, you know, you know it's true because you're you're basing it on the last few weeks of these past couple Steelers um, and the seasons, and he's absolutely the right. Pittsburgh you, you Steelers are not comparable to the Las Vegas Raiders. The end of the story. That's that. When you begin with that as your argument, yeah. then you lose any. Uh, I, I, I give you no grace in. I think follows. you're right. The, Ra- the Raiders are better. They they almost tied. They were on <laughs> driving to tie the Bengals, who uh, was the AFC representative two years ago. All right, ago. then you you're should right. bet with him. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, you see the uh, uh, spaghetti. Ma- uh, yeah, Mason Rudolph. Oh, no, that's sorry, another Mitchell one. Well, Mitchell over under. No, no, it was Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. Today. Oh, Oh, Trubisky too. Yeah, no, well, came. Trubisky's is back, right? and then Mason Rudolph is now their third string QB. Right. That's right. Okay, so. Oh, here's a good one. Over under Rudolph Trubisky combined starts this year. I'll say I'll, that one I'll give you over 10 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> if you want an 11 in there, there you go. Well, what would have to I mean, obviously joking. you're predicting catastrophe. Physically, you're going to get hit by a bike or something. Poor Ken. Y- yes, exactly. Don't take the service road by a Hollywood ball. Spaghetti, you have a job at Notre Dame, maybe? Ba- baby face found you something? I did here? see that. Yeah, I actually, uh, quite funny that Joel sent that. And then uh, I sent it to another Notre Dame pal I have that Dave also knows our friend Ken Brown. And I expected like a funny answer. And then he gave me the actual answer. He's like, that would be a horrible job to take. He was like, in this oh. in this era of NIL stuff with Notre Dame's academic uh, standards, he was like, you're going to be losing players left and right. It's going to be hard to bring them in. I was like, all right, I guess you're right. But so, yeah, I mean. Well, what is it? What, it's a scouting yeah, position? Scout, yeah, exactly. like program you're a director of like scouting. So bring uh, bring people into the to the program. And I think it's uh, definitely quite, quite difficult uh, in this new era of college football. Gotcha. But that would be, I mean, yeah, I'd love to. And I told Joel that like, no experience on my resume, but I'm like the good vibes guy that the program needs right now. 
Yeah. You carry a big <laughs> stick. You're quiet. I mean, put that right at the top of the uh, resume, I would say. Mikey Meatballs, come back on for a second here. Congratulations. You will be riding on various lifts um, while lifting weights and uh, talking about it uh, sometime in the next uh, few weeks. You pumped for that? Literally? Sounds great. It's going to be a, a great, great time. <laughs> I guess it could be worse. I can't help it but feel he dodged a yes. bullet. That's exactly right. He he knows Maybe dodged what we all know. He, he, really well, got yes. he didn't dodge a bullet yeah. yet because knowing meatballs, his star rating is going to plummet to like a 2.5. He is not going to get a ride. This could, this could be bad. That could, that could yeah. end up bad. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe you'll have a mystery uh, lift rider too. Who knows? Maybe it'd be the guy who hit um, Martin. Maybe not too uh, safe on the road. Hey, well, <laughs> that a, guy might not be driving a, much longer. It's a it's a Tesla lift. Look out. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for another episode of Extra Points. I want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 